Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Play 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble and dust. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say. to that 
night last night. I like to live in an alternate reality, Jeffrey, okay. whereby LeBron missed that last shot. And all anyone is talking about is Jaron's block. Jaron to uh, Ja to Dez for the winning bucket. And, uh, and it was oh so close. Is this a game? How are people going to remember this one? Pain. Just pain? Yeah. I think that's right. I, I wrote before the, the playoffs began the column about how this is the best kind of season in Memphis. Like, playoff season is the best season. And I was reflecting on that this morning. It, it is. It can be. But is this like, has this been fun? I think it's mostly been painful. You have the late nights, right? You've got the late nights. You've got a, it, it, overwhelming frustration with officials um, is what, what seems to be coming through on social media. Um, you've got painful endings. You've got LeBron sitting on the desk explaining his greatness. And you've got everyone, you know, fawning over the Lakers appropriately honestly that shot was ridiculous uh what he did at his age uh, 22 and 20 um at 38 is preposterous and then you've got the grizzlies um you know in various ways um shooting themselves in the foot both on and off the court has this been fun (laughs) i ask you jeffrey has this been fun i'd say no but don't you think this is kind of I don't know, I feel like this has been reflective of the season where it just feels like a lot of stops and starts and and just kind of this roller coaster of emotion. I feel like this is the playoffs have reflected the season. Yeah, I think that's entirely right. The um and that's what was sort of to me the theme last night. It was a startling before the game, so the coaches talked before the game. And before the game in sort of a startling moment, Taylor Jenkins said, we have a long way to go when it comes to maturity. And that's not the kind of thing that, like, you normally just hear a coach say. Um, it was buried in a bigger quote, a longer quote. You can read the full quote, honestly, in, in Chris Harrington's column, which is out of the Daily Mention. Um, but it was like, like that. It was, an, it was just, a, it was striking. And then the way the game unfolded, um, it highlighted the flaws of this team. And, and obviously, there, there, are, there are injury concerns that have clearly shaped the series. Um, and, I, I, you know, things could be very different if Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark were playing. They're not. Um, so none of this is it's not all of their making. But what you saw was a team that all year long could not win on the road. They could not win on the road. Indeed, the remarkable stat that, uh, I mean, we talked yesterday about the fact that they were winless as a, literally winless as a road dog, 0-16. Yeah, it depended, uh, on, I think, it depended on a sports book, but they, they were right. either 0-15 or 0-16, depending on, but the, they, it wasn't like the difference between 1-15 and, and they were 0 for right. no matter what. And then ESPN, I think, had the stunning stat that they're literally the first team since 1990. Correct. And there are bad, bad teams since 1990. The first team since 1990 that never won a game as a road dog, which is just incredible. 
So is it really surprising that at the end of the day, after a taut, thrilling, you know, uh, stop and start, but in the end, thrilling, did not win the run? That's what they do. Um, they have also struggled to score uh, and to close out games in the fourth quarter all year long. And so is it really surprising that up seven with five minutes left that they are not able to close things out in the fourth quarter? That's what they do. Um, and then, of course, in addition to all that, we had the off-court dramas because what have we had all season long? Off-court drama. We have had off-court dramas. We have issues of maturity. We have decision-making, uh, all the, you know, representing the franchise the right way, whatever you want to say. And so in that moment, um, you had uh, Dylan Brooks um, calling LeBron James old. LeBron James then, you know, getting 22 and 20 in the biggest game of the season, old LeBron James, including cooking, uh, bowling past Dylan Brooks for one of the critical buckets. Um, and then you had Dylan Brooks and John Moran both blowing off their media obligations after the game. And I want to say something about that because, uh, you know, I, I, people have written about it and people have tweeted about it and I tweeted about it. And there's a lot of, in my timeline today, ah, they don't know the media, they don't know you anything. They don't, like, no, I, I'll be honest. I don't care. Um, I don't need, I'm not asking John Moran for an autograph. Like, I'm, I don't care. Um, there are certain obligations that come with being a professional athlete. One of them is to uh, talk to the media. Indeed, you'll be fine if you don't talk to the media. That's how you know it's an expectation. Um, you also know that the best players in the league fulfill their responsibilities. LeBron James, eh, he can be he can be insufferable at times, but he fulfills his responsibility. Win or lose, there he is. And uh, so when when the entire league is already saying about you, they talk big when they win, they don't talk when they lose. And then Dylan Brooks says walking through the hallway, I'm out. Uh, that's that's how he delivered the notice that he wouldn't be talking. Uh, first, that may be foreshadowing. He may well be out. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then Ja and uh, let's be honest, we were told that it would be the job would be John and Desmond Bain would be going to media, would be going to the to the to the podium, and then just Ja blows it off and leaves. And it's just not being a pro. It's not being a grown up. It's not fulfilling your responsibilities. Um, it's not. It's not doing the things that the great players do. It's just not. And um, and 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 so so when the night begins with Taylor Jenkins saying, "I don't," uh, you know, I, I want uh, this team has a long way to go from a maturity perspective. There you add uh, exhibit, you know, A, B, C, D, all of that. And so I like there are some ethic losses that feel like the team dignified itself, even in the epic loss. And to be clear, 
this was so much better than, than game three. Like, you, you at least recognized this Grizzlies team. You know, when they showed up after falling behind early again, um, they showed up and you're like, oh, yeah, that's them. That's the Grizzlies. And that was incredibly reassuring to see, honestly. There was fight. There was effort. I think it actually started with the uh, – Dez ran back to block Austin Reeves. You know, on a show, Reeves was well ahead of him. He ended up fouling him. But it looked like from that moment on, the Grizzlies in the first half, the Grizzlies sort of clawed back and like, oh, my God, they're going to make a game of this. Like there was fight. There was there were things to be um, – you know, certainly to build around, and, and it was it was a hell of a much better performance. But the way that it ended, both on the court and off the court, um, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not putting this with the triple overtime loss to Oklahoma City once upon a time. That was a loss that dignified everybody involved. Um, there were great moments here, um, and you know, Des had a had a big game. Jaron had a massive block, but. The way it ended, it just feels bitter. Um, is is the fundamental to me the fundamental takeaway? And then you go back to LeBron's shot. It was interesting. You credit LeBron with a fabulous shot. Yes, you know he had to he had to get by uh, Tillman, and then with Jaron coming over to block it, he had to put it incredibly high up off the backboard to have it to have it drop in. And, uh, and he talked after the game about the different tiers of the basketball of the backcourt yeah, of the backboard that has tier three, which is the highest. And uh, and so you know he talked about that. But the Grizzlies, to a to a person, said the the real problem, starting with Taylor Jenkins, was the lack of defensive execution and letting him go to the right. And Taylor Taylor Jenkins was blunt, blunt about it. He said you can't let LeBron James have his right hand. And then um, and then Desmond Bain was really interesting because he said when he's going right like that, um, he said we had two guys um, who were there who needed the help. And it's interesting. If you look at the film afterwards, one of them was clearly Dylan. Um, and one of them, it appears, was Desmond Bain. So it looked like he was calling himself out. Uh, for not helping either, but it was the, the primary person who did not, and according to their principles, should have helped. That did not was Dylan Brooks, who, who first of all wasn't on LeBron at that moment. Uh, they had moved Tillman onto LeBron, and then second of all, failed to help in that moment. So again, it was a yes. It required greatness to beat them, and that that is that is something, but it. It was also because of their blunders, their lack of discipline, their lack, like all the things, as you pointed out, all the things that they have done all year long, they did again last night. This is what this team, at this point, appears to be. Yeah, I mean, to me, like, if you want to just even keep it simple, I'm not saying the Grizzlies didn't make plays that helped to winning. I mean, you can look at that, that second-to-last defensive possession. Jaron makes the incredible block. Ja gets the ball, makes the incredible pass. Like, but in the end, I just felt like last night was defined by even like even think back before overtime, before the fourth quarter. I just felt like there were so many moments where the Grizzlies had a chance to 
you know, in the third quarter to like extend the lead and they would just come up with an empty possession. And anecdotally, like that's just I feel like a lot of what has happened this year is we saw it in game one when they've had opportunities to kind of take the kill shot, they haven't been able to do it. And then when you don't take the kill shot and, you know, either the greatest of all time or the second greatest of all times on the other side, you know he's going to take the kill shot. I, yeah, and I listen, I understand the absolute bitter disappointment of the Grizzlies and that it, it can't in that moment be easy to talk, right? You just poured your guts out. Um, they have made some winning plays. Um, there's no question they've made some winning plays. But um, massive plays. Josh, I mean, that dunk at the end of the third quarter, <laughs> it, it's... Buzzer beater dunks watch, are awesome, for the record. <laughs> to, to watch to watch the, 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 the Laker fans respond to that, there's both a, there's both a oh, hell element to it and of a, oh, hell, what did we just watch element to it? Like, there's a certain... There's a certain awe to it in addition to everything else. There was, you know, so they made, it, they made an incredible number of plays. Um, but here's the thing, and this is the point that Chris Harrington made. When you don't talk, you're not imposing on the media. What you're imposing on is other teammates. You know, there's Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones uh, is a stand-up guy. He didn't, he didn't, you know, honestly didn't play the minutes that, he probably wanted. Luke Kennard did not play the minutes that he probably wanted. But there was Tyus um, sitting there answering questions. You know who had to go to the media? Who did the, You know who had to go to the lectern instead of Ja because Ja bailed on the lectern? Jaron. Yeah. So Jaron is sitting there at the, at the podium and talking about um, how his, you know, how he gave up the winning bucket. And Jaron, honestly, like, is a pro. Um, so, uh, what was it? I'm curious. What was the so the officiating from where we're sitting? It's a little tougher to yeah. get. You know, I, I I you can't and they don't do replays much there, so you can't really tell. It felt like out of every out of bounds call was a freaking adventure. Um, what was it like uh, watching uh, on TV? And what I'm curious what the commentary about all of it was like as well. So it was very disjointed. I, I felt like the game lacked a lot of flow and the so I was watching my boys not, not unlike by the way this radio show we're yes. now off of our Uber are y'all in ter- are y'all in terminal not, 4 are you going to the international terminal we seem to be in terminal 3 uh, uh, we seem to be in terminal 3 um, and uh, so uh, yeah I, 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 it's, it's a domestic and international travel Anyway, so the game ended flow, yeah. and w- was was there was there general agreement from the? I understand everyone everyone listening to this right now is going to think that the not only were the officials out to get the Grizzlies, but the the TV crew was out to get to the Grizzlies. But I'm interested no, in what so the commentary I, was. Yeah, like. so I, I listened to Pete and Brevin. I'm I'm loyal. Okay. I'm always I'm always going to be with my guys. They also because they weren't near the floor, and for the same reason, it sounded like that they did not have a ton of replay. It was a lot of confusion. Um, they definitely, they definitely felt like you could sense that there was some exasperation with the officials in general, and it felt like more calls went in favor of the Lakers than against the Grizzlies. But I got m- 
the mo- the biggest sense that I got was they just thought it was a poorly officiated game. Yeah, that I mean, was my interpretation. It, it, I should say it, it seemed like a freaking mess, honestly. And there were, it felt like there were bad calls everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I think the Grizzlies got a couple. I think the Grizzlies, like, I I think it was poorly officiated. I think I would probably tend to agree that it felt like more went against the Grizzlies than for the Grizzlies. I also think that was kind of a product of what the Lakers decided to do during the fourth quarter. They basically just decided to turn it into kind of like, it felt like a football game, like a Big Ten game. I, got, yeah, I felt like I was watching Wisconsin Northwestern at 11 a.m. on ESPN2. Um, <laughs> it was incredible. Like, literally just – and I think Desmond may have exaggerated it at one point. But um, but the, like they were just bullying. They were just throwing the Grizzlies to the ground. And then Ja could not get a call. Like, Ja just could not get a call. Um, and so that was tough too. But even in there, even in that, okay, so difficult, right? It's difficult when you're not getting the whistle. Taylor Jenkins totally wastes a challenge. He gets one challenge per game. And at a time when the Grizzlies were falling behind in the first half, it felt like a frustration, emotional challenge. At yeah, least from yeah, where, no, where we were sitting. I even in my notes, and I had no chance of succeeding. Yeah, in my notes, so, I even put. I was like, "Uh oh, there, there comes the the patented." You usually see it with a former defensive coordinator who's now uh, who's now a head coach. The Pete Carroll. It's just like you've just decided you're going to challenge because you didn't like how the play went. Yeah, no, it was it was like that was that was Taylor Jenkins getting caught in his emotions. Um. Some of this is understandable. Like, I, I, I went through the rosters last night. The level of experience between, and again, it's Grizzly, it's, it's LeBron with 20 years, like, so it, it throws it all off. But, like, they're an old, experienced team. The guys that are coming off the bench are, you know, Dennis Schroeder, who's, like, been around for forever. The, guy, the guys coming from Memphis is David Roddy, who, who – when you're picked where he is in the first round, you often don't get in the on the court except for, sure. you know, unless you're with a crap team. And there he is. Like, there's a – it makes sense that the Grizzlies may not have the uh, maturity. And it's also, though, a – that's a little bit of a reflection on the front office deciding to do what they did, right? No you question. Uh, D'Anthony Melton and Kyle Anderson and uh, Nation Turns is falling the eyes to you. No, I mean, they, they basically, they basically, what they, did. they basically made the decision that we're going to replace these key pieces with essentially draft picks and, and guys that we've developed. Well, other than David Roddy, I mean, the draft picks are Roddy is like, he is going to be a meaning, very meaningful player. For and he gave them, he gave them a years. big lift in the second quarter. Like, I, I don't want this Absolutely. to be a, a crap on David Roddy segment, but no, like, but like you, you, you've got David Roddy and Santi Alba playing, you know, and Conchar didn't play. And Conchar didn't play. Conchar, who they, uh, you know, gave a richer deal to, who they thought would be able to step into the Nancy Mountain role. Like it's just, it's just mistakes. It is a, it is a reflection of injury. And as a reflection of the uh, of the decisions in the front office, and so uh, we have what we have. Uh, it was a uh, it was an interesting night. Prince Harry was there. Did they? Show, did, did 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 Pete and Brevin show Prince Harry? They did show Prince Harry uh, and Meghan Markle. 
Ugh. Prince Harry. <laughs> Jeez, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Uh, I and, thought they just uh, want their privacy. Kim Kardashian was there. We saw Adam Sandler. Also, want, also wants her privacy. Adam yeah. Sandler was there. Uh, Diddy was there. Yeah, we saw him. Um, so um, it was quite the turnout. And, and now they come home. And what chance do you give them? Uh, A, in the game, B, in the series. I think the game, I give them a pretty good shot. Doesn't this feel just like, this feels very similar to oh, game. This is, this is a, it's amazing how it works. Last year, like what we talked about yesterday, yeah. is that like, they were blown out in game three last year, and yep. then they battled close and lost in game four. Yeah. And last, you, you, people asked me yesterday, I don't really do predictions, but people asked me yesterday what I expected last night, and I said, oh, they will battle. And and honestly, at the, the outset, it, I mean, it, it, midway through the second quarter, it didn't look like that was what was going to happen. But then they did. They somehow found themselves back in the game, and then they took the lead. And like they did, they battled. And then if it follows to form, they come home and they win. Uh, that's that's home team in the league. Um, so yeah, um, they could very well win. And send this back to L.A. And you never know. I mean, LA, here's the there's a little secret here. L.A. not very good. <laughs> no, I mean, that's kind of the bigger deal. It's like, I understand. Yeah. I think the disheartening aspect of, the most disheartening aspect, at least to me last night, was you had a game where Anthony Davis was essentially a non-factor. And I just Fair. think you have to win. Every game he's, he's going to be kind of like that, you have to win that game. And they didn't. Kevin Pelton had an interesting tweet last night because everyone's doing the whole when you fall down 3-1, you know, it's a 95% chance that you're going to lose the series. He also pointed out most teams up 3-1 have home court advantage. In those circumstances, they've won 98% of the time. They're 119-2. When the team without home court is uh, up 3-1, as the Lakers are, it drops down to 89%. The best example I can give is when the Grizzlies in, in the 2012 playoffs, the Grizzlies fell down 3-1 to the Clippers, one game five, one game six on the road, and then came back. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I give them like a 10% chance to, to extend the season to Sunday. Yeah. Uh, a game is uh, Wednesday. Of course, I like to call it wind down Wednesday. Yes, of course. Uh, with, uh, with, uh, it's the, if you can't go to the game, you can go to Bounty on Broad and, and get half price bottle of wine, half price glasses of wine on Wine Down Wednesday. Stunning, beautiful restaurant. And, uh, just sidle on in there, get the, uh, get a bottle of wine, bring a friend, get the fried oysters. Uh, I mean, if you want to be, you know, go ahead and live it up, get the pork shank, the Brussels. Uh, but get the half price bottle of wine, half price glass of wine, and it's wine down Wednesday, Wednesdays at Bounty on Broad. Four six one eight one three one is the phone number. Two five one nine Broad Avenue. So I'm now in the uh, in the airport at uh, LAX, and Chris Harrington. <laughs> you in the Tom Bradley <laughs> International? We are. This is. We are really making this up on the fly. Chris Harrington is is endeavoring to get through security. So if he is through security. He will talk to you straight up at 10 o'clock. Our man Fishman will be uh, here, Fish on Friday, on Tuesday, 
will uh, talk to you at 1030. I will duck in uh, as, as I can. I've got to get through security now as well. But I think well, what we'll do next, Jeffrey, is we will uh, – I'm going to count on the people lifting, lifting you up. This is going to be – they're going to lift you up, Jeffrey, and they're going to carry you through the next segment. Uh, Quite the challenge. They're going to call, and they're going <laughs> to tell us uh, two things. Uh, one is thoughts on last night. Uh, if you want to, if you want to, uh, you know, if you want to rip us for being critical of the Grizzlies for not fulfilling their uh, media responsibilities, have at it. Uh, if you want to rip the officials, have at it. Uh, if you, uh, if uh, whatever it is, whatever you need to, whatever you need to get off your chest after that emotional night, uh, you can do that. And also tell us what chances you give the Grizzlies. Is it done? Like are they are they cooked? Or uh, is there life in those uh, Grizzlies yet? What is the phone number, Jeffrey? Jeff, the phone number is 901-445-0929. 901-445-0929. That is the phone number. And uh, so I'm going to count on you to lift Jeffrey up. Uh, and, and also, as a, as a community, we have to get yeah. this. Uh, we've got to get through well, this Let's together. talk to each other. Let's let's talk to each let's talk to each other. Uh, while you uh, begin to dial, I will tell you that if you're selling a house, Josh Hysaw is the person to call. Kind of amazing thing he does right now is that, uh, that if you're listing your house, come up with a price for you and Josh, look at the comps, all of that. If it doesn't sell within 45 days, he will either buy the house himself or he'll take over the mortgage payments until it sells. Uh, see if another realtor will do that. You can, by the way, you can fire Josh like by text if you want. He's not like, oh no, you've got to stay with me for six months. No, uh, you don't have to because he's confident in the way he does things. Again, uh, list with Josh, um, and if it doesn't, the house doesn't sell in 45 days, he will either take over the mortgage payment or buy the house himself. That gives you certain confidence that you're going to get the money that you need out of your house as you move on, whether it's to a bigger house or if you're leaving the community. It's joshhysaw.com. Hundreds of five-star reviews. Phone number is 901-461-8147. Got to call Jeffrey uh, to get help us get through this. But if you're selling your house, uh, look up joshhysaw.com and start back. If you need to sell your home, there's only one thing to do. Call Josh, H-I-S-A-W. Go to joshhysaw.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Secret for BetQL. One of the more fun bets in Major League Baseball is the first five. That's where you bet on who will be leading after five innings. This is the kind of bet you take when you love a starter for a particular team to go five or six outstanding innings like the Atlanta Braves, who are covering the first five money line at around 75% this year and better over 80% on the road. That's a consistent bet you can consider going forward. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books. Sorry, but we actually have a wait list for our Monstera. Shaw's greenhouse is really bringing in the green. We can't keep snake plants and stuff. She needs a construction manager to build on her roots and grow. We could add a whole section for ferns. And here we'd have dahlias, dahlias, and more dahlias. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions. We asked Rodney and Karen if they'd been to the old Southland Casino. It's been about four years ago since we, we went. Then we asked them to give the all-new Southland Casino Hotel a shot. Oh, we're going to have so much fun in here. <laughs> and what do they think of Southland now? Loved it. I love the facility, the bright colors, the clean rooms. We've already invited people to come back. The all-new Southland Casino Hotel. Experience it for yourself. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any MLB game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion to receive up to $25 back in bonus bets if your parlay with four legs or more loses by just one leg. Only at BetMGM, the best place to bet on baseball. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only, new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. 
Inventory is arriving daily at Gossip Mitsubishi on the Pike, and we're ready to put you in a new ride today. Great things come in subcompact packages, like your new 2023 Mitsubishi Mirage G4, 41 MPG Highway, buy for $18,245 or $299 a month, and take Sporty to a whole new level in the 2023 Eclipse Cross Rally Up with Rally Inspired Trim, $399 a month, or buy for $31,235 or 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander, seven seats now $34,055 or just $4.99 a month. And you'll get peace of mind with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. That's Gossett Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got it at Gossett Motor Cars. All 500 military rebate, G4, PHF 03721, MSRP 18745, Eclipse PC 037627, MSRP 31735, Outlander PZ 12158, MSRP 34555, includes all rebates and incentives, 695 PF, excludes tax filing license, dealer for complete details, offer valid through 43023 with approved credit dealer stock only. We all dream about buying our first home, a place where we can settle down, build our future, and create lasting memories, a place for us to call our own. Great Choice Home Loans can make it easier. With down payment assistance from Great Choice Home Loans, you can get $6,000 or 6% of the purchase price toward your home. So make your dream a reality. Ask your lender about Great Choice Home Loans or visit greatchoicetn.com today. Progressive presents Precious Moments. Hey, Jess, want to come for a ride on my motorcycle? You know, we can talk about our feelings and explore our emotional compatibility. I thought you'd never ask. The exchange you just heard didn't actually happen, but it could. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive and you could use the savings to make sure the motorcycle is always ready for your dream girl. So keep the dream alive and the savings coming with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed usability studies and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result? An integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com at 877-WEBNOW1. That's 877-WEBNOW1. It's time to celebrate amazing deals at Gossip Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat's Ram Truck Month and Jeep Celebration Event. How about 2023 Jeep Compass Sport 4x4? $4.29 a month or buy for $30,590. Dodge Charger XST, $31,785 or $4.49 a month. That's $4,000 off. And a tough 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4, now $6.99 a month. That's $5,000. Hey, you won't find a better deal anywhere else, and if we don't have it, Gossett will order it today. So drive past the rest and come to the best. Gossett Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat on the bike or online at GossettMotorCars.net. If you want it, we got it at Gossett Motor Cars. 
The home stretch is here, and Memphis Shelby County Schools is kicking off its Miss School, Miss Out attendance campaign. I know it's been a long year, but you can't finish strong if you don't show up. Show up for your friends. Show up to crush the teacap. Show up for lunch. Whatever your reason, Memphis Shelby County Schools wants students to keep up, show up, and finish strong. Because if you miss school, you miss out. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Bike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today's special guest host, Jeffrey Wright. It's an adventurous day here on the Jeff Calkins Show as Jeff, Chris, and Drew Hill are all trying to make their way through security, get their way back here to Memphis. We're taking your phone calls. How are you feeling about this series? Do you feel like the season is over? Do you feel like you still have some hope, some optimism? We're taking your phone calls at 901-445-0929. We start with Greg in Cordova. Greg, you're on. What's up, Jeff and Jeff? How are you, my man? Hey, uh, I, I think they'll win tomorrow. I'm or whenever it is. Wednesday, uh, yeah. But Wednesday. Uh, all these days are going to start wearing on these close games are going to start wearing on LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> but uh, Fingers crossed. I was uh, I, I was not impressed with the with the all the crime the Lakers were doing last night. Man, they were man, it was ridiculous. I mean, the uh, during the last quarter when uh, Russell. Hit the two threes. Uh, one of the calls that they said it was grizzly ball. And then the refs talk, and then change the call. They were changing calls and uh, challenging stuff all night, man. It's, I mean, come on, <laughs> come on. No, it, and it, I think what made it even worse was it. And then we didn't get a replay. They didn't show yeah, a replay. They, we we never saw a replay. And then what I think made it worse was the camera immediately cut to LeBron. It felt like LeBron made the call. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. That's that's ridiculous, man. <laughs> but they like them, so. But I think they'll win tomorrow. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate it, Greg. That is Greg in Cordova. We now go to Kimberly in East Memphis. Kimberly, how you feeling? Kimberly, are you with us? I'm here. Can you hear me better? I, I can hear you now. Yes. Awesome. I am feeling a little disappointed. However, I feel really hopeful for game four. And I think that if we can get that win in the grand house and give them in the next 24 hours, the team, the opportunity to rest and refocus and recalibrate being in the grind house is a re-energizer for the team when they've come from a, a loss out on the road. In my opinion, I think that home team kind of vibe that we get when all of us are gathered together there um, gives them a boost. So I'm hopeful for game four. And I think that if they have a strong game plan for tomorrow, I think that the team has both the spirit and the skills. What they really need to do, in my opinion, I'm not a basketball coach. I'm not a basketball player. I'm just a fan. If they can ground themselves 
and get very mindful about how they're going to approach this game. Um, we tend to get in our feelings about wins and losses. Um, but if we can just ground ourselves in moving forward, I think that's where the power is going to be. No, I mean, I think you're 100% right in the sense that this team in particular seems to, game flow seems to dictate their moods. It can be, it can be like a Debbie Downer moment, right? Oh, and then sure. when you feel like some of the calls are off, then that puts a wave of energy that's also a downer. And I think, like, there are people on the bench that I see come off that bench, and I see they give an energizer. One of the immediate players I think of is John Conchar. He didn't get any minutes last night. Now, I did not get to watch the game until the end because I was at the Lizzo concert, but I listened to the game on the way home, and as soon as I got home, we only had about five minutes left of regulation play. And when I saw that ending, I'm like, okay, overtime, we got this. Especially think, after I, D'Angelo Russell fouled out. It felt like, okay, he yeah. shot them back into it, and it felt like, okay, if they just kind of keep playing, they're going to be okay. Yeah, I think the thing about basketball that makes it very exciting to me as a sports fan is it can turn on a dime. One call can make or break a moment. And, you know, sometimes things go your way, and sometimes things don't. Um, you know, I grew up. And the Lakers were like a, a legacy team, right? But ever since we have had the Grizzlies in Memphis, that's been my team. And I'm grit and grind all the way. And I just, I think that we can do this. And I think it, I tell people when the Grizzlies are winning, Memphis is winning. No question. So for that sake, I hope that they kind of just recalibrate, refocus and rest, and then put their focus on the present moment when they hit that court and, and do the thing, because I think they've got it. And, and I'm, I'm going to believe that we're going to go all the way. We're going to go all the way with this, with this um, particular round, and we're going to end up surprising some people. That's, that's, how, that's how I'm predicting it for now. I'm being hopeful. Kimberly, we appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Have a great day. That is Kimberly. Let's go to Chris in Lakeland. Chris, you're on. How are you feeling? Oh, man, I'm I'm good, but still discouraged by the NBA in itself with the refereeing. Um, I think a lot of things, um, I think they dictated a lot of calls one way or the other. Um, and we saw in the second quarter, the out-of-bounds calls really were all ridiculous last night when Lakers to cry and get it over with. And we made that challenge, and then Lakers made the challenge. And that kind of actually yeah. kind of like sped the game back up. Yeah. And when it did, the Grizzlies were able to get back in the groove and everything else. Um, and I think... A, at the end of the day, I think they held their heads high even after a lot of bad calls, um, and they stayed with it. But it, unfortunately, like you could see LeBron's legs and everything last night. Like he was getting tired, and then they made some reviews and they checked this, and it, it felt like they were giving LeBron time to rest without having to use a timeout. Um, and so that's a lot of things that bothered me. I definitely still hopeful for the team, but you can definitely see how much of a presence we're missing with Adams and Clark being there in the middle. And, you know, Jaron just hasn't been Jaron on the road these last two games. And the thing is, is if, if you get half the output that he was giving to us here in Memphis with AD not doing anything, we win both games. So, I mean, that's just – that's the most upsetting part, I think. And our, and our bench has got to do better uh, coming in, finding ways to get Luke Kennard open. Ty is getting back on a roll, but I think they can get it together. And I think with the one days in between right now is going to really help the Grizzlies and be a disbenefit for the Lakers with age. So let's just hope that we can get together and uh, push forward. There's no question at this point you only have – you know what the task is at in front of you. There is no tomorrow if you lose. So now it's one and done. Perhaps maybe that actually ends up focusing the Grizzlies. Now that their back is truly against the wall, Like there is no tomorrow if they lose a game. Perhaps maybe 
that can get them going. It's not as if there weren't good things. I mean, I think that's the key difference between games four and game three. The Grizzlies, the Grizzlies did show some fight, and they showed they showed an ability to try to get themselves back into the game. They just didn't make enough plays. We're taking your phone calls. If you want to call in, let us know how you're feeling. How'd you feel about the officiating? How'd you feel about the game? How are you feeling about the rest of the series? We're taking your phone calls at 901-445-0929. We go to Terrell and Raleigh. Terrell, you're on, my man. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you, buddy? Man, I'm not doing so good this morning. Uh, I don't want to harp on the officiating because officiating has been bad all year long. Seems like in every sport I've been watching. Uh, one adjustment that I, I I would like to see make, I've been asking for this thing like since game two. We're struggling from the outside. Bain has been struggling the whole series from outside. He went three of 12. We had Josh struggling. He went one of seven. We had uh, Jaron Jackson went 0 of four, something like that. Dylan Brooks, one of seven. We traded for Kennard because we needed shooting. Why is he only getting four attempts a game? He is one of the leading leaders in the league as far as three-point percentage. He's a, he's a defensive liability. But when you have somebody that spaces the court, that gives job more room to work, gives Jaron more room to work, why is he not getting more playing time? That's an adjustment that I would like to see made so we can stretch the floor out more, have more room to roam and, 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 and maneuver in the lane. Thank you. I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Appreciate it, Terrell. I don't know. I, I'm s- – I'm somewhat in the same boat in the sense that I just feel like we see the Grizzlies' best best path in this series is to shoot the basketball. And when your best pure shooter is not on the floor, despite the fact that he is a defensive liability, I think what if, I think if you look at what happened last night in particular in terms of game flow, when they put Kennard in, they went down 11. And I do think Taylor Jenkins has a focus on the defensive end and Luke can't Luke's not a good defender. I mean, I think it's as simple as that and I think they just made the decision we're going to put guys that can get stops and we'll just figure out how to score. Uh, that's what it felt like to me. I, I don't know. I mean, the other thing that I keep seeing is I don't know if they it doesn't feel like they're looking for him and also it feels like he just kind of stands in the corner. Not really moving and running action for him, but your guess is as good as mine. Let's go to line one. Who are we talking to? This is Archie, man. Archie, how you feeling today, buddy? Man, I'm all right, man. I just want to say I don't have much. This has been an exhausting. Oh, my God. Like, I'm almost to the point where I'm ready for it to end. Like, let's just move forward to next year. I do have hope that uh, you know we can still obviously get a game, get a game here at home tomorrow. I haven't seen anything that shows me that we can't win in LA, so there's still hope. But this has been an exhausting season, man. That's all I have. No, I, I think there are many that feel just like Archie right there. I, I think, I think it is important to note part of the let's get the season over with. To me, that stems from the fact that there's not a lot of hope for regaining the series, they win tomorrow night. And if they can go on the road and win game six, then I think we'll see uh, everyone will start to feel differently. To me, it seems like 
and I don't think anyone's wrong for just saying, all right, just just put me out of misery. I think it stems from the fact that there's just not a lot of good feelings right now. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on. Who am I speaking with? Frank Skybox. Frank, What's how up? we doing, buddy? Uh, you know, Jeffrey, I mean, you know, Jaron's not as good on the road. Um, we're missing two star or not two starters, but, you know, missing a starter and a six-man, basically. Uh, there's no DeAnthony Melton. There's no Kyle Anderson. And whether we want to say it or not, I'm, I'm not sure we're as good a team as we were last year. I think the numbers so, would bear out that they're not as good as a team last year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you miss those guys right now. Our bench is nowhere near what it was. Uh, and, you know, Tice has not been really Tice. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I, I don't want it to end. I want them to – hopefully we can win at home. I'm thinking the Lakers may be a little tired and rest a little so they can go back to L.A. and close it out. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just face it. Just, we're not – I don't think we're as good a team. Um, you're missing a couple of really important parts. And and Jaron is just not as good on the road as he is at home, you know. And so and, – and we're not as good on the road. Uh, that's one we could have won last night. And uh, you, you just didn't have the guys to close it out. So, and, I, and Luke Kennard has got to get open. I don't know how they're going to figure it out. He's a great shooter, just not getting enough shots at it. And, um, you know, you get him going, you open up the floor a little bit more for Ja. But I don't want it to end. I want us to win one. And uh, But I just don't think we're as good as we were last year. No, that's I, my take, bud. I, yeah. I think that's – I think that the numbers bear it out. It's not like this team was bad by any stretch of the imagination, but their point differential was better last year. Their rating systems showed that they were better last year. I mean, I, I think that's the key. I mean, the obvious the obvious answer the front office would give you is it's not about this year. It's about trying to improve the roster in totality. Let's go to line three. Line three, you're on. Who am I speaking with? Uh, you got Mike. Mike, how you doing today, buddy? I'm good, Jeffrey. Hey, man, I just want to say you kind of hit the nail on the head from the beginning about you got to go toe-to-toe with them, make it a shootout, because you never were going to impose your will on this team. You don't have the, you don't uh, have the personnel. Right. Your, and, and their basketball IQ on offense is, is just too high for you to do that. But uh, I do want to say this, though. I, I feel us doing it in seven, Jeffrey, because you got three games, five days, 5,000 miles or so between – you know, run them guys. Run the Lakers, man. Make them work. Let, let fatigue sit in. Like, you can you can do this. It's, it's not the world-beating Lakers of the 80s. Like, I think they can do it. No, I don't even think – I said this on the afternoon show, and I stand by it. I don't even think this is one of the ten best teams LeBron's played on. Nope. No, sir. I mean, it's it's, it's there in front of you. Now you know what you got to do. I'm with you, Jeff. Right away, man. Keep All right. it up. Appreciate the call, my man. All right. Let's go to line four. Line four, who do we got? Bernard. Bernard, how you doing today, buddy? I'm good. I'm doing fine. Listen, uh, I'm neither – I'm from Hampton, Virginia. Yes, sir. I'm neither a Grizzly fan or a Lakers fan, but I am a basketball fan. And I don't mean to sound facetious or ugly or whatever, but it's a lot of wishful thinking going on in this. I mean, from the guys who call it in. Listen, let's face it. You got to beat LeBron James three times. You're not going to do that. You Memphians, you need to replace the reality. It's over. Have a good one. What choice do we have other than to be hopeful? Why not? Let's go to line five. Line five, you're on. How are you? Pretty good, man. It's Dennis. 
Dennis, how are you doing, my man? Always good to hear from you. Man, I'm doing all right. Hey, tell that guy uh, the flights go back to Hampton every day, man. He, he can go ahead and pack his stuff and get on out of here. But I think they, I, I agree with the call before him. Hey, man, look, I think it definitely can go to game seven, man. Uh, you know, it ain't wishful thinking. Yeah, we do have holes. I mean, LeBron James had 20 rebounds, and that's where you miss uh, one of the number one offensive rebounders in the game in Steven Adams. But Andy, you know, Andy miss Brandon it. Clark, who's been a great playoff rebounder. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I don't have excuses like with the refs, man, because you were up seven with five. Uh, you were up seven, I think, with five minutes left, man. So just got to learn how to close out these games, man, because they, they were up. I mean, I mean, you were down the first half, got it within two, and you led with seven with uh, by seven with five minutes left. So I don't, I don't go with the excuse route. Just got to close the game out, man. It make better decisions, get those rebounds, man, and, and I definitely think we're going to win tomorrow. And let's see what happens in game six. Appreciate the call, my man. Right. Dennis in Whitehaven. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on. Who am I speaking with? Uh, yeah, my name's Franklin. Franklin, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I, I was calling to say that I, I, I don't think that Griggs is just focused, you know, because the playoffs is a different animal, you know what I'm saying? And they're not focused. And uh, in my opinion, Jack keeps trying to go to that hoop all the time instead of pulling up with jump shot or something. You know, uh, uh, they don't have the experience. No, I mean, to they your point, have- like, I, I understand Ja getting frustrated, but I'm yeah. thinking the whole time I'm watching – Hey man, you're not getting the call. Make an adjustment. Like you know what I mean. Like we can we can argue about whether or not he should be getting the calls. The reality is you're not getting the calls, and he really hasn't all series. Make an adjustment. Exactly, exactly. And, and the adjustments are not being made because of the inexperience of their bench. Uh, uh, y'all said it earlier. Uh, they don't have the experience on the bench. I mean, they got rid of that. Uh, I guess to save money. I don't know what it was, but. Uh, they're not experienced. They don't have that focus, that mental focus for the playoffs. And you know, this this, this going to make the second season in a row that they lose in the first round. Well, they they made they made it out of the first round last last year. They did. Yeah, they beat the they? the Timberwolves. Oh yeah, they sure did. Well, yeah, but still though, it's that experience that they had. It's the second uh, time they've come up against a veteran team, and they're gonna you know they're looking like they're gonna fall up short. Exactly, but I still have faith in them. They, 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 they. You know, things could change, but it don't look like it. Frankly, but anyway, we appreciate the call, go buddy. Grizzlies. Go Grizzlies! Let's take two more on this line. Two, you're on. Who am I speaking with? Hello, Jeffrey. How are you? Who am I speaking with, buddy? Uh, my, my name's Luke. Luke, how you feeling, bud? Man, I'm, I'm doing all right. I got to say a couple things. Uh, Kimberly's call earlier, man, almost brought a tear to my eye. I, man, those I, sentiments I, we, about we maybe we should put her in the locker room for pregame. I'm telling you, man. When you know it's it's true when the when the home teams are winning around here, it just makes you know it just makes everything better for everybody, man. But that that being said, I, I think the the problem with what's going on now is you you got a bunch of 24 year olds playing a bunch of 38 year olds. And that's just an experience thing. You know, by the time the Grizzlies, if they keep them together, are in their late 20s and the 30s, I think we'll be seeing them making better decisions late in games and maybe even getting calls from referees. And I think that's kind of – that's just the position we're in. I mean, they're a great team, tons of talent. I hope they all stay together. But I think that's really what we're looking at. You know, LeBron, he's just going to get caught. It's LeBron James. 
and LeBron wasn't a finished product at 24. Exactly, exactly. You know, how many times did he not make the playoffs and then finally get put out in the playoffs? It it took him a while, just like, well, Jordan, just like all the greats. And then on on one more note, I I got to listen to Eric on the way home from work last night making his call. And, man, to hear the L.A. fans chant, refs, you suck. Yeah. At any at was, any point, it was I mean, a nice almost, it was a nice dichotomy of of Memphis Twitter going nuts about the refs and then hearing refuse suck. It's like okay, dude, well, I almost ran off the road, man. It was I, I just couldn't even. And then to hear people, I mean, I saw some some clips of the game, and like I said LeBron was making his own calls basically. And then after he would make calls for himself, then you hear their fans chanting refs, you suck. It just it was wild. Luke, we appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Uh, thank you, man. See you. Let's take one more on this, and then we've got an update. Chris is going to join the program, so let's take one more call. We'll go to line three. Who am I speaking with? Line three. Hello? Line three, you're on. Hey, who am I speaking with here? Hello there. Who? Who is this? This is Jim. Jim, how you feeling? All right. I'm going to say it, and a lot of people agree with me and just don't want to say it. But Dylan needs to grow up or get out of Memphis. This business about playing basketball off of the court, eh, only 22- and 23-year-olds are, are, are into that. You don't see, rarely do you see big veterans doing all that garbage. They need to get on the court and play basketball. The, I want to point something out about defense. In football, you have 11 guys that are offense and 11 guys that are defense. You can say, oh, the defense stinks. You know, they were all out partying last night, you know, and you got a legitimate complaint. But in basketball, it's the same people playing defense as are playing offense. And these kids, I I say kids, but defense is a choice. Defense Unless you're, Luke, unless you're Luke Kennard. I'm not sure it's a choice. <laughs> but, but basically what it is is, you know, hang, you know how it is on the playground. You hang around, you wait for the other guy to shoot, maybe he misses, maybe he doesn't, and then you run down the court with the ball and show everybody how awesome you are. they got to shake that stuff, and it's really hard for, you know, college kids to shake that stuff. But the pros, man, they should have searched that stuff a long time ago. Um, defense is just a matter of choosing to do it. And if you ain't got skill to do it, I mean, you don't belong in the NBA. But, you know, it's a matter of choosing to do it. And they need to cut out this hogwash, uh, fighting in the newspapers and stuff. Just get out there and play basketball. Maybe that's, what, maybe that's what we'll do in Game 5. We appreciate the phone calls. When we come back, Chris Harrington joins us live from Los Angeles International Airport, a.k.a. the Sixth Circle of Hell. We'll do that next right here on the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. This is Memphis's home of the Grizzlies in the 2023 NBA Playoffs. 92.9 FM, ESPN, the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies. Hey, Brad. I thought you had a date tonight. Hey, Mom. She just left. Using my phone for a Wi-Fi hotspot backfired again. I keep telling you to get Xfinity. What happened? Well, everything was great until the movie started buffering. Then she started asking questions like, why are you... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.